Hello, and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I am your host and the author of the piece that you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can just call me Jack if that's a little bit too much. Yes, it is so very good to be back. Have you been a good girl this week? I don't care. I don't care. If you have or you haven't, you should treat yourself like you were. Everybody I know is walking wounded. They either just were sick or just got sick or they are sick or they love someone who's sick. I know. It's awful. And... You just got to keep on going. And with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, the last thing you need is for a pornographic podcast host to start talking about the United States Civil War. But don't worry, I'm talking about the one that's already happened. Relax. I have to do a little bit of a mea culpa on this one. Normally, my poor little ego wouldn't uh, allow me to do something like this so recently after the sting, but I made fun of Joe Rogan and David Brooks at the last week's live show, and I made fun of them for being head-in-the-sand-style conservatives who are just... New information scares them, so they just reject, reject, reject. And, well... Uh, I have to do a little comeuppance because something else that I said uh, was that the Battle of Gettysburg was fought over shoes. Now, in my defense, and this will be the only defense that I give, I did learn that from a paid professional from the state as a child in a school. That doesn't make it right, though. And I also need to say, just real quick, I am not a fan of the Civil War or any other war. I find reading about troop movements and generals to be tedious. I I find it to be as tedious as serving as an enlisted person without any of the benefits. No, thank you. I have no interest in it whatsoever. Uh, but I will say that one thing that I did learn about, because I am very interested in the economics and the logistics uh, of this particular period, uh, in the 1800s of America, because it is really undiscovered country as far as I'm... It's just not really taught at all. And there's a couple of things that they teach, and that's about it. It's very fascinating to me. And one thing that I did learn about this is something called the Northern Blockade or the Great Northern Blockade, uh, as, it, as it's sometimes referred to. And I do know that it's historical record, like from the Smithsonian website and, and that sort of thing, that the Confederacy was running out of everything. They were literally, and this again, I did look this one up before I'm throwing this one at you. They were literally taking dried potatoes and making coffee out of that. That's how desperate they were. And it's not like the war lasted a really long time. The Civil War and the COVID era are kind of, I mean, now you know how long two years can be, you ought to understand. It wasn't that long. All right? Especially since they didn't have internet fads to keep the fuck up with. Not that long. And they're already literally taking, like, dried purple potato <laughs> corpses and trying to make coffee out of it. Uh, I've, I've read that they didn't have nails. I read that they didn't have screws towards the end there. Like, they just, they were out of everything, basically. And so I do have a question. Since you did make shoes with nails back then, and I do know that, if you're out of nails and you're out of leather, how the fuck are you making shoes? They didn't, they had shoes? I guess it's, I, it's a myth, but the historical record around it is a little confusing to me because all the people who said it's a myth, I looked at a couple of different uh, places, they're like, yes, okay, the South didn't have shoes. And yes, there were shoes in Gettysburg. And yes, a couple of times. They, I was like, okay, I'm not quite sure this is a the historical uh, snafu that I've made it out to be. That being said, the answer is so much more tedious than the goddamn shoes. As far as I can tell, it was just a bunch of old men in command of little boys. Because uh, if you don't know this, the average age of like of like a U.S. soldier in the Civil War was like 16. When you go back and look, they were, they were very, very, very young. Uh, a, a number of veterans in their letters who survived and gone to be businessmen. They call it the Boys' War. They don't call it the Civil War. They call it the Boys' War. <laughs> Seriously, hand over heart. That's all historical record. Um, uh, how frequently that was, I don't know. But like, you hear the war of northern aggression. Boys' war. 
is a great term for it because it takes all of the glory out of it, suddenly makes it look real dumb when you call it that. Now, doesn't it? So <laughs> I do know that they had all these suffering and, 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 and their feet were getting cold. That is all true, apparently. Uh, but the actual fighting just happened because a, just, you know, men for glory or battle or whatever, just, eh, fuck it. It was a bunch of, ah, fuck it, on both sides, apparently, for about three days with the scouting and all the information, and then the big-ass fight. Big-ass fight. Uh, The other, only other tidbit I can give you, and now I'm really worried about it, because the same teacher taught it to me, and I've been thinking about it all week before I introduced the pieces. Wait, does that mean that the picnic at Bull Run didn't happen? Because the way that my teacher taught it was a bunch of people from the North and South took a bunch of, like, picnic gear and blankets, and, like, they got all dressed up, and they watched on the sidelines of the Battle of Bull Run. And I've always thought about that shit. You know, between the shoes and that, those those are the two facts that really stuck to me about, oh, this, this war was bullshit. <laughs> this war is nonsense. So now I'm worried that that one's not true, because I have imagined it a million times. Okay, that's my mea culpa. Gettysburg not fought over shoes after all. Fought over ego. Ah, I feel pretty okay about misinforming on this one, to be perfectly honest with you. But I thought, eh, I probably should turn over a new leaf. And then I turn it over, and on the other side, I'm, I'm still just a fucking leaf. Why did I turn that over? It's going to be damn near symmetrical. I mean, yeah, sure, it's got one side for the breathing. But come on, man. Nature, nature abhors doing something again. All right, that's enough of me talking about shit that nobody cares about. And I should probably keep going, but in a different tone and a different way. So coming up next, I'm very excited to go ahead and introduce this piece. It's about a woman, a woman in need, a woman in need of her man getting the hell out of her shared space because she has been conscripted to work from home all of a sudden, all over again. But, my God, do you really want a man to pass up on that kind of opportunity when he gets it a second time? I bring you remote instruction. Knock, knock. Well, hello. Oh, my goodness. What now what? Baby. Baby. Baby, 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 baby. Don't be like this. Uh-uh. You're making me. You're making me use my voice on you. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But, baby, you're the one who told me that you had a free period. Oh, I know, I know, I've actually listened to you at least once during our time together, and yet, here I am saying, baby, you're stuck at home. You ain't got no classes to teach for the next hour, and here I am. Now, I hear you. You're going to say that you need to plan during this period, but I have just a little bit of an insider tip for you. I'm just making sure. That's not on, right? Good. Because this might actually get you in more trouble than if I had my dick out. See, you've told me several times before that you didn't get anything done. Uh, 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 uh. See, two-way street, two-way street. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I listened, and I can recall. So when you say something, mm-hmm, I know. I know. It's horrible. It shouldn't work out that way. Aren't you just the most put-upon educator in the whole goddamn world? And yet, you repeatedly have told me about times you had to sub or take another class and all all, all the rest. Now, haven't you? Now, haven't you? And in addition, you've also mentioned something about how nice it is not to have to commute in all that time that you've saved. Uh-huh, you have. Look at that. That right there on your shirt. Well, that's your nipples poking through a little bit. Let me tweak them. Oh, how dare you? That's my property. 
Oh, yes, it is. That's what happens. Uh-uh, common law. We've been together too long. I own that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. They haven't updated the common law since the 1700s in this community, I don't think. So you're mine. I own you. Now be nice about it, or I'll start a witch trial. <laughs> I do! I do think I'm so cute. Somebody has to. Come on. Come on. You really want me to not think about you like this. It's so hot. I know you're flustered, but I get to sleep with the teacher. And not since an English teacher in high school have I really wanted to do that. So, let's just find out what... What do you mean? Now I don't get to sleep with a teacher all the time. Well, that doesn't count. Uh-uh, you come home and you're not at all talking about being a teacher. Right now you're trying to be a teacher in your little classroom, and that's hot. You hear me? Hot, hot, hot. I like it. I like it. I'm hot for teacher. You know that one, don't you? Mm-hmm. And I am. I'm very hot for her. It's been a long time since there's been so much heavy petting here, huh? Stroking your breasts and rolling my hands all over them. Uh, but you can't resist me when I do. You love it when I play with the girls. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And I love playing with them. Baby. 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 I want more of you. I want so much more of you. Mm -hmm. Well, to be perfectly honest, I only need a little bit more of you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Rubbing them in full little circles. Tweaking your nipples just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Unbuttoning your shirt. You are so uptight about your professional image that you even put on a nice bra for home, didn't you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't it going to be so much better teaching the rest of these things with your nipples licked? Isn't it going to be? Hmm. so much. I do. I do. You promise this thing is off? Because that would actually ruin everything for me. Because I don't know if you know this, but sometimes when I'm sucking on your magnificent breasts, I tend to get a little bit turned on. Mm, isn't it funny that you like it so much? After all of this time together, playing with your breast still gets you going, turns you into a little puddle for Daddy. Now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Good God damn golly, yes. Uh-huh. It makes me so happy that I get to turn you on like this. I get to have everything in my life. I get to have all of it, and I get to eat it too. I know that generally refers to as cake, as you have informed me that the kids now use for ass, but um, I get to eat these. Mm. 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 Rubbing my teeth against them. Uh-huh. Mm. Anyway, hurry, Oh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun watching you just mm, engorge out in your lips. 
Seeing your eyelids fill up with blood, I know you don't believe it, but I can see it. I can literally see them getting thicker and heavier. I can see your pupils dilate. I can play you like a xylophone in an old cartoon. And you love it. And you love it. Uh-uh. I know it's not your favorite. Shh. You made me talk you into this. Let me pull my dick out and rub it between your breasts that I pushed together. Come on now. Don't be a silly, silly creature. Uh-uh. You enjoy me enjoying myself. Let me just kind of... Mm-hmm. Oh, don't feel self-conscious. Just look away. I love your breasts. And I enjoy putting my hands on them and pushing them together and rubbing my dick against them. Just a little bit. Just on occasion. Isn't it fun, though, imagining coming on your tits and making you go right back to schoolwork? If this was happening in a classroom, you would be mortified. And it is! It is happening in your little virtual classroom, isn't it? Isn't it? You get so turned on from me. No wonder you roll your eyes so hard. If you didn't, I'd be ready for you all the time. Mm. Oh, come on. Don't be like that now. Uh-uh. Don't be like that now. I don't think so. You love it. You love it when I play with you like this. You love it when I consider myself daddy and I'm in the mood. You told me that you'd be off for this period today. And as soon as I came in, you pretended like you didn't want it. No, you fucking want it. Mm -mm. Put my dick in your mouth. Ah. Uh, 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 oh. That's right, pulling it out to slap you on the face a couple of times and show you what you do to me. Do you see what you do to me? Do you see what you do to me with this dick and how hard you make it? When I knew that you were so flustered yesterday getting that goddamn email last night, I didn't even begin to put the moves on you, did I? I just helped, didn't I? I just took over the chores that you will allow me to do without getting frustrated, and I did them very, very well. I didn't need any prompting tonight, not that I should ever, but come on, baby. I went into support mode. I wanted to show you. And I kept my hands off myself. And I didn't make a move on you. So look at what this dick is doing. I said look at what this dick is doing as it slaps you in your face a little bit back in that mouth. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Not right now because we got to keep that speaking voice going. But damn, do I want to put my hands on the back of your head and show you what's what. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work that tip. Uh-huh. All over that hood. Mm-hmm. Lick on the underside. Lick on the underside. Get right around that rim. Yes, 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 yes. You're a beautiful little slut just for me, aren't you? Just for me. You're the only goddamn woman in the world for me. And I'm the only man that you're a slut for, aren't I? Aren't I? I make that pussy wet, don't I? Don't I? You have boring-ass panties on, don't you? I said you have boring-ass panties on right now, don't you? You didn't fucking dress up for a date for me. Mm-mm, keeping the girls squared away, that's one thing. You have ugly-ass panties on right now, don't you? I didn't want you dress. I did not. You were in such a hurry this morning. You were a tornado. You have nasty panties on, and that's why you don't want me to see them. But I'm I'm going to pull off your shorts underneath your cute little blouse here. <sighs> what are you doing to me? You think I'm supposed to see these hips and this ass around the house and this, and I'm supposed to not get turned on? See, that sounds like a divorce proceeding to me. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm. See? Your pussy's looking about as wet through those white cotton panties as you've made my dick. Come here. Uh-uh, stand up. 
put your hands on the desk and bend over. Bend over? Uh-uh. I'm going to point the laptop right at you. Mm-hmm. You can't get it away from this. This is fun for me. You see that? You're going to see your tits bounce. You're going to see them bounce as I fuck you from behind if you look over. Oh, I know, but you'd like it, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? You'd like it if you could look over and see it, wouldn't you? Damn fucking right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, good girl. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Fuck, you are so wet for me, aren't you? You are so goddamn wet for me the way that I've been manhandling and treating you, aren't you? <laughs> or are you that turned on that I did the dishes so well while you were freaking out? Mm, I'll take either answer. Mmm. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right there. Good girl. Gosh, those lips. Mmm. The way they try and grip me right away. <laughs> Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, my hands on your hips, holding you in place. You're going to have to keep yourself standing up today because I am too big and strong compared to you and the thrust that I'm about to send inside. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to fill that pussy up. And you're going to fill it seep into your panties and mesh with them and keep them on until the end of the fucking day. You hear me? Do you fucking hear me? Mm -mm. You are going to do what I say. And you're going to love it. You're not... Just your job. You're not just someone around kids. You're not just someone who has to put up a really, really wonderful image. You are my baby, you hear me? You are my baby, and I will do what I fucking want with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that includes fucking you. And that includes fucking you when I want to fuck you. You love it. After all this time together here, I still am. I can't get enough of you. This is like a snow day. This is the greatest thing as an adult. I want you all the time. You hear me? You hear me? All your insecurities, all your doubts. I want you all the fucking time. How sweet that pussy is to me. Mm -hmm. I like the whole package, but don't you love that your man still... Yes. Mm -hmm. I haven't come in two days. you stop. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Squeeze me. Squeeze me, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Yes, yes, yes. Squeeze it. Squeeze me. Squeeze me. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I shot it right into you. Mm. Mm. Feels so fucking right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, baby. Mm. I know you always loved me. I do, because how else could you put up with me? But it's something special sliding those panties back up over your slit with my cum still inside you and me all over you and you loving it. <sighs> That's nice. You are so supportive and so encouraging that you must be so so happy that I've got in better shape when I do something like that for you. I know. I know. I said it. You always loved me. You always showed me such affection. I'm not disputing that at all. I'm saying, of course you're more attracted to me. I'm more attracted to me. So obviously you need to be. <laughs> You thought I was going to last the whole fucking period? Nearly an hour? <laughs> I think it's a wonder I lasted as long as I did. I came in pretty hot. And you put up just the most token amount of resistance. Mm -hmm. mm, bring those lips here, won't you? Mm -hmm. I love making them fill up with blood and then making them tremble in that order. I do, I do, I do. Mm. I am enjoying exploring just very ordinary sex with you. I am. I couldn't ask for a better partner still. And it's funny. It's funny finding all this out, but better late than never, huh? Better with somebody that you care about than anything else. Dominating you? Making you say things and do things for me? Mm. Grasping your hands and your shoulders and your waist and positioning you where I want you? <laughs> it's been the most wonderful aphrodisiac in my life. It's made me something else when I'm with you. Mm. Mm -mm. Well, like I said, of course you love me. Why else would you put up with me? As a matter of fact, I can feel my tempo just lowering. I swear that pussy must have robitussin and melatonin in it, because I don't understand how else it does this to me. Uh. All I know is, you have to finish up your work day. So even if you're really, really mad at me, I still get to have that nap that sounds so good right now. Mm -hmm. I like you. I like you a lot. Have a wonderful rest of your virtual day. <laughs> Oh, smoking in the boys' room. Smoking in the boys' room. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. It's been a while since I've gotten to do that. You've got questions. I try and answer them. Uh, thank you very much for everybody who sent one in this week. Please send them in to Allie for next week as well. And here we go. Question number one with printer. Questions for you. 
Okay. Question one. In your personal opinion, tortillas, corn, or flour? I mean, why choose? Uh, I will say that I made duck uh, for Thanksgiving for myself, and then I took the carcass and I boiled it, uh, and I made a uh, corn tortilla casserole with the best enchilada sauce I've ever had. I took the duck fat, I poured it into the, you know, the red chilies and everything, I stirred it together. Oh, so that was a really good casserole. But when I do breakfast burritos, I love a flour tortilla. Why choose? Question two. Has there ever been a book or an article that no matter how many times you've tried, you cannot power through it? Uh, Infinite Jest. I've, I've, started, I've started that one several times and it just didn't work out. Uh, an article. I'm sure, but I can't remember them because I didn't finish them. I'm sure that I, I said, I'll leave that for the morning, try it again in the morning. I said, ah, I'll leave that for later, and I'll try it later. And I went, ah, fuck this shit. But I can't really... I'm sure I have, but I can't do it. Um, is there a movie that I can't finish? I'm not entirely positive, because I, I got pretty blackout drunk to try and get to the end of it. One of the few movies that I don't know if I've actually seen the end or not, but I know that I've seen enough of is Sucker Punch. One day I'll be allowed to go on a full rant about that movie. It'll be so fantastic. Real life events with the director have made it. So as of yet, I don't feel comfortable. But like, it's the only movie I really hate. Like, like maybe the remake of Sleuth also I really hate, but it's the only movie I like really hate is Sucker Punch. It was that... Duh. So good to see you back in the saddle, Jack. Bye. If you see me in the saddle, then <laughs> I haven't snuck up on you well enough. Thank you very much. Up next, we have Kelly. Hi, Jack. Hi. It's Kelly. Oh, hello. Uh, welcome back. Thank you. It's so nice to have the podcast and the live shows going again. Uh, the ladies had such a good time listening to you do your thing on the server during the show last week. Uh, I'm already counting down the days till the next one. Um, I have one question for you today. Okay. Uh, you've shared that you recently rewatched The Sopranos, <laughs> and if anybody's seen that show, they know that food is a main character in and of itself. Mm. So, my question is: now that you have gained so much confidence in the kitchen, uh -oh. what is one Sopranos-inspired dish that you'd be willing to try out for yourself? Thanks. Thank you. And the answer uh, I, I, I have off the top of my head and ready to go is I've never had a proper manicotte. And that's how they refer to it in The Sopranos. Uh, I've always heard of it as manicotti. But I've looked it up. And there is a proper manicotta. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's almost like the whole enchilada. Like a real manicotte's a real thing. So uh, I will eventually make a manicotte. Uh, thank you so much, Kelly. Up next, we have Jess. Hey, Jack. Two questions for you. Okay. If money was no object, uh -oh. what meal would you like to have any time that you wanted? If money was no object, how am I going to buy the food to make it? Think about that. If money was no object, how am I going to get it? You're telling me, you're telling me a world in which currency has no value, and you're asking me what I'm going to buy to eat with it. I think I've been sharing too many food picks. if there's three questions about food. Uh, <laughs> or not enough. I'm not sure which way it's supposed to go. Okay, so now that I've stalled for time, I really am a peasant food guy. Um, I just sprung for some fancier paprika than I've, the fanciest paprika I've ever had in my life, because I'm making uh, huevos rotos at least once a week, often twice a week. Uh, and it's, it's super, super simple. It's absolute peasant food. And it's so tasty. And it's helping me smash my cravings quite a bit. Uh, I just heard me lick my lips because I haven't had a lot of food today. I'm very excited for the next time I make huevos rotos. Um, so it's the simplest recipe in the world. And here you go. I've, I've done it enough times. Uh, you take Yukon Gold potatoes. You want as tiny slash young of potatoes as possible. Uh, but it works all the way up. Uh, I've tried different sized potatoes. You want as small as possible. You cut them in half. You, uh, you take your favorite frying pan, doesn't matter what it is. You pour one cup of water, a little bit extra, like maybe an eighth, not even that much in. 
you uh, you pour in three or four tablespoons uh, of olive oil. You stir that together with some paprika, some cracked black pepper, some salt, uh, some red flakes. You get that going. Uh, excuse me, I have just a little bit of a throat tickle. <clears throat> you get that going, and then, uh, <laughs> gosh, um, once you get that simmering at a nice little medium heat, a little maybe even medium high, depending on your range, uh, what your burner, uh, what you go ahead and do is you just put all of the potatoes face down, and then you cover uh, for 15 minutes. Uh, obviously, if you want uh, onion and garlic, you put it in there uh, early as well, and you simmer it for a minute or two uh, in the olive oil before you add the potatoes. So uh, you just simmer that whole thing together for about 15 minutes in total so that the potatoes uh, cook from the steam and the bottom of them fries a little bit. And then you go ahead and you pry that all the way open. Use just a little bit of extra olive oil. Uh, if you, if, if uh, they're not uh, given away easy, you crack your eggs. Uh, you're supposed to make four little nests, but I just make one giant nest in the middle. Screw that shit. Uh, I spent too long trying to move tiny half potatoes around like that. Uh, no, who am I? That's not what's going to happen. So I just take them from the middle out, crack the four eggs in the middle, uh, cook it on low for just a little bit longer, and you have pretty tasty, very hash brownie-like potatoes that are tender uh, to your fork. Uh, they open up. You, uh, I put red chili on top of that. Uh, I squeeze some citrus, uh, whatever I've got, uh, even an orange, honestly. I've tried it. It's great. Orange, lemon, lime, whatever citrus you got, you squeeze a little of that juice on top. Uh, a little bit more cracked black pepper, a little salt to taste. Fantastic. You cut, you, you, uh, you poke the, uh, the egg yolks open so that the, the tender uh, yellow comes out, and you use that in place of cheese, and you just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it's peasant food. Don't get me wrong. I love sushi. I have a sushi song that I listen to. It's not about sushi. It's just a song that makes me happy, and I listen to it when I'm about to have sushi. I love it. When I get treated to sushi, it's just the greatest thing in the world. It really is. But if I did it every day, not only would I have debilitating mercury poisoning, I'm almost certain, but it wouldn't feel fun every day. It wouldn't be a treat every day. I love it. But even at once a week, I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh -oh. Your second question. Okay. You are going to be roasted. Uh-oh. Who would you want as your host? Mm. Thank you. I'm going to go with Alton Brown. I feel like he would use the meat in the most succulent ways. Uh, I, I also think it would be a pretty good science. And as far as anyone knows, he's never actually cooked a human being before. Uh, Kenji, uh, Kenji Alt Lopez, if, uh, if you want it, this man meets for you as well. I will donate it to science. Whichever, whichever of them wants to cook me more is who can roast me. Mm. A uh, bit limiting that they have to roast me, but, you know, I understand. Hi, Jack. Oh, sorry. Real quick. Final. Uh, is this the final question? Hold on one second. I'm out of practice. Da -da 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 -da. No, we've got some more after this. This is Cheyenne. I wanted to say a quick welcome back. Thank you. It's been so nice having the podcasts and live shows to look forward to again. And it's been so nice seeing you so active in the server. Oh, thank you, really glad to see you. Uh, just a couple of questions for you this week. Okay. Number one, what are some misconceptions people have about the Grey Knight? <laughs> I don't. Does anybody think about me at all? I'll be real honest with you. I've never joined Facebook. Uh, I've never. I stay away from Instagram. I don't Google myself. Uh, I have never really been all that concerned with other people's opinion of me. I know how that sounds, and it sounds correct, because I'm just, I'm very, you know, whatever you want to call it, egomaniacal, self-involved, navel-gazer, I've heard it all, and it's true. My my estimation of what I'm doing and how I'm doing is all I've ever really cared about. When people write those articles about, like, don't scroll through your friend's social media, I'm like, ooh, I knew. I never had to hear about that depression or any of that. Uh-uh. No, thank you. So, misconceptions, I don't know. What, is, what does anybody think about me? Let's start there, and then I'll... I'll, I'll refute all of the good things. Number two, you 
are so full of just these facts and tidbits of trivia. Uh oh. Um, I was wondering what is one piece of trivia you wish you could unlearn? <laughs> question holy shit what cthulian knowledge entered my head oh man like you said one fact oh how much more fun would i have in life if i didn't care about inequity you know that's one kind of like the 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 inequity facts in america are pretty bad any of them but like the whole thing gosh uh, wow, one, I get to take one little bit of pain away. See, it's got to be obscure, though, or something, because if it's like, it's like, well, I, you know, I'm pretty bummed out about MLK being assassinated. I'm going to find that out again. <laughs> that's, it's not, that's not, <laughs> you know, that's not going to, that's not going to work out for too long. It's going to be great while it does, but then it's going to be that one episode of Mad Men as soon as it fucking <laughs> comes back into focus. All right. All right. Uh fuck me one fact that if i if i didn't you know that's actually pretty good because no one talks about it anymore um uh, you could just take your you could just take your pick of uh, of sexual abuse facts cuz this i mean i'm i'm talk like i i you know I took a year off, essentially, from reading news, believe it or not, all the headlines I still brought you. That wasn't really me counting reading news, because I wasn't reading daily recaps or political stuff or any of that. And I've gingerly come back into it, because I gotta admit, I don't miss it. And, um, you know, even the articles I'm reading nowadays about, like, sexual assault and that kind of stuff, it's real light on the math. Uh, On the server... For the holidays, I showed Don't Look Up one random night, uh, pretty recently after it came out. Uh, and then I showed it again because I thought it was really interesting. Uh, I thought it was, it really touched me in a number of ways. I know a lot of you did. And I've seen a lot of people quoting that movie. But as far as I can tell, nobody quoted the best line of it. as Not uh, uh, in my presence, at least. And that it's super quick. It's in a shot where we're not even looking at any of the characters' faces, and they just say, no math. No math. That's the line of the movie. And I have to say, reading stuff recently, there is no math. Uh, unless you're going into something like really wonky, like jobs numbers or something. But even if you read an article about like... <laughs> This is going to be horrible, but I mean, this is what's happening in our society, and I did, you know, scream about it enough times before it did. Uh, when you read about, like, increasing uh, amounts of, of, of juveniles are trafficking themselves for money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. It's fun stuff, isn't it? You came here for a good time. I'm going to give it to you. You know, when you read headlines about that, they do everything they can to not just say the math. Like, it's, 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 I've never seen journalism. I'm talking big papers. I'm talking local papers. I'm talking everything in between. Oh, man. The night McClatchy died, I'm telling you. That was a horrible one. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, once again, Cheyenne and... Hi, oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, my Hi, God. <gasps> there it is. Okay. Thank you so much, Georgie. This is the last uh, voice thing today. Ah! All right. Anxiety. Tranquility. Anxiety. Tranquility. Does this work? It does not. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. Last questions today from Georgie. Uh, well done on the new podcast. Thank you. It was absolutely amazing. Um, so I have a question. Okay. As Christmas is not too far behind us, um, I wanted to ask you if you've ever received uh, any really terrible gifts that you had to keep. Um, I made the mistake. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Oh, she's going to... Sorry, I thought that might be... One year okay. of saying that sloths were my favourite animal, and I got the most hideous sloth plant pot thing <laughs> from my relative, which I've still got in case they ever turn up and visit one day. Um, so I was just wondering, is there anything that you've ever received that was just awful and you had to keep? Thanks for everything you do for us. Keep up the amazing work. 
Speak soon. All right. Thank you so much, Georgine. Thank you to everybody who sent in a question. Send them on in to Allie. Um, <laughs> I did, in fact, have to keep clothes when I was a kid. Uh, I, I was made to keep clothes when I was a kid. And <laughs> I'm thinking about this one sweater. That was absolutely hideous. And unfortunately, there's no description that's going to, like, make it sound as ugly as it was. Because it was just a gray sweater. And it was just in the cable knit style. But something about putting it on the human form turns you into, like, you know the Michelin man? The icon for the Michelin company? The, the, the white group of tires stacked together in a sentient, terrifying way. It's like if instead of the Michelin man getting to that icon first, it was like Steel Wool did instead. And so it was some giant Donnie Darko style Steel Wool top. That's what it made you look like. It made you look like a Donnie Darko kind of Frank the Rabbit character, but just your torso. And this sweater is actually how I found out that dogs perceive... Uh, colors and shapes differently because I had the sweetest best dog in the world who barely even barked at the mailman I'm talking like burp, 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 at the mailman uh, just the sweetest most lovely puppy um, I'm never ever gonna have a dog like her again and it just breaks my heart because she was perfect and not just because I was a kid I'm saying I've known a lot of dogs since she was perfect uh, but she saw me coming home one day in, in this in this gray sweater, and she clearly didn't recognize me because at first she just you know when a dog pays attention and they like they kind of like reset themselves on the ground, they like they kind of just jump a, a millimeter or so in the air, you know that settle. So I saw her do that, and I thought, oh, she's excited to see me, and I start moving quickly towards the door, and I get close, and she. Just total, like, I was, I froze, and I was like, what? no, what? Look behind myself and shit. That's, uh, that's the day I got that education, because the two had no idea who I was. <laughs> now, that's an ugly sweater. All right, thank you guys again so much for, uh, just welcoming back. <laughs> I have been talking about food too much, or that you guys like it that much. Uh, you've been so encouraging and so lovely on that one. It is wonderful. Honestly, if you haven't sent in a question, especially if you're a new girl, Jess and Georgie were both uh, first-timers. They popped that champagne. Don't make them do it again. Ask me a question. Send it in. It's real easy. You you get an audio file to Allie. We'll put it on. I'll answer your questions. It is very, very, very good to be back. Okay. I think that about does it for us today. Once again, from me and Allie and all the ladies of the night, thank you so much for being a fan of the podcast. Tell your friends, uh, hit that like button on Spotify, review on iTunes, all the rest. Get it going and get it back out there again. I know you know that my voice sounds amazing. I know that you hear that it is really good for me to be back. Uh, just asking for a little bit of jubilee in that. Get a little elbow grease from the fan base, because my goodness, it really is nice. The entire goddamn world feels like it's falling apart. I mean, honestly, every single day, to some degree, I am wondering what beast doth sloth towards Bethlehem. I, I mean, I'm not even a religious man, as you well know. At this point, though, you know... There's, there's been enough people that have claimed to be Jesus Christ that maybe one of them was. Just play the odds. Have you ever played the Law of Large Numbers? <laughs> All right. That really is going to do it for us. And one last little sacrilegious uh, quip at the end, right after I beg you for help, because I, I don't know how to do this kind of thing. You know, I'm never going to level up as a host to that degree. But uh, I am having a good time as the outro music doth play uh, and I will see you here next week uh, goodbye goodbye oh and have a wonderful rest of your week <laughs>